From South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode two of This Day in South Bend. On this podcast, we will try to understand our city and its people by turning to the archives of the South Bend Tribune. In each episode, I will read an article or section published in the Tribune on that day in some year past, some days tying the subject to a current matter, and some days simply enjoying our history. Today is April 6, 2020. For today's show, we turn to this day in 1954 for a special building project announcement in downtown South Bend. Tribune to erect radio TV center. Begin work on structure in September. Modern building for downtown South Bend. The erection of a building at the southwest corner of Lafayette and Jefferson Boulevards is announced by the Tribune and plans are being prepared in the hope of starting the improvement in September. About a year will be required for construction and the installation of radio and television mechanical requirements. This building will be devoted entirely to WSBT and WSBT-TV, the Tribune's radio and television stations, now in the Tribune building. WSBT, the 34th radio station in the United States to be owned and operated by a newspaper, has been in the Tribune building since it began operations in April 1922. Television operation began December 21, 1921, at 11.50 p.m., Both stations have so grown in importance, public service, and operating personnel that they required increased working space. It is to provide thus that the building is to be constructed. The Tribune was the first UHF station in the United States to originate and air a live studio telecast. In addition to this necessary building, the working space in some departments of the Tribune building is not sufficient so that the removal of WSBT and WSBT from their present quarters on the third floor of the Tribune building will afford space for departments now overcrowded. When these proposed changes are made, the Tribune building will be devoted entirely to the production of the Tribune. Under one roof. Radio and television will be under one roof, except that the present transmitters continue where they are presently located, just outside the city limits on Ironwood Road, southwest of the city where a 38-acre farm property was purchased several years ago. On this property are located the transmitters, four towers 276 feet high for radio transmission, and one tower 479 feet high for television transmission. On this property are recreation and picnic grounds for Tribune employees. The property on which the new radio and television building will be constructed was the home for most of its long life of nearly 94 years of B.F. Dunn, well-known banker and real estate man, and co-founder of River Park. It is now owned by Mr. Dunn's daughters, Mrs. F.A. Miller and Miss Blanche Dunn, and his only grandson, Franklin D. Schurz. The building will have a frontage on Lafayette Boulevard of 132 feet and on Jefferson Boulevard of 165 feet. It will be two stories of modern construction with an interior modeled to meet the most important requirements of most modern radio and television service. The exterior of the building will be largely of red brick and glass. The basement will accommodate a heating plant, part of the air conditioning service, power transformers, and other requirements for efficient operation throughout the building. Television studio is provided. One of the predominant features of the first floor will be the television studio. 
This will be a 50 by 80 feet in size and two stories high. Height is required to provide facilities for installation of the large number of overhead light grids necessary to give ample illumination to live programs. The large backgrounds for individual programs require greater height than is available in the ordinary room. This height is also required so that the long arm of the traveling microphone may have sufficient overhead clearance, enabling it to be moved freely and quickly over the heads of performers and still not be seen by viewers. In the north end of the studio will be removable audience seats for about 250 persons. A special room will be provided for the use of program sponsors who desire to see and study pro prospective programs. The main entrance will be on Jefferson Boulevard. It will lead to a waiting room, a lobby, and a conference room. The lobby will communicate with the studio. Adjacent to the studio will be a large room for camera storage and special effects. It will open into the studio. From this storage room, a corridor will lead to a large scenery, carpentry, and general work room on the south side of the building. Adjoining this room on the west will be a receiving and shipping room. The entrance to this room from the alley on the west will be wide enough to permit the passing in and out of automobiles and large trucks, scenery, and other essentials in efficient television operation. On this floor will also be offices, record, rehearsal, sports, music, news, announcements, wire control property, and restrooms. On the west of these rooms will be an uncovered private parking space. The second floor will have offices for the chief engineer radio operation, television director's program director, local and national sales departments, general manager, promotion, business, and TV control facilities. Provision will be made on the different floors for storage and other requirements in a modern building used exclusively for radio and television. An elevator will serve the two floors and basement. Plan for color television. Provision will be made for taking advantage of rear screen projection to simulate scenes that might be required in programs. The designers have made provision for the future addition of equipment required for the origination of color telecasts. Recognizing the necessity of providing a building which would serve the public in both radio and television entertainment, every effort has been made to have this complete in every essential detail. The Tribune endeavored to find architects who had created structures for this purpose that profit could come from their experience and selected Pereira and Luckman of New York and Los Angeles, California, specialists in designing buildings for radio and television operation. This organization is well known in its particular field for its design of Television City in Hollywood, California, for the Columbia Broadcasting System of which the Tribune has been an affiliate for more than a quarter of a century. Confidence in the Future in this improvement, the Tribune has placed its complete confidence in the future, not only of South Bend, but of this growing part of the Central West, a section that is destined to become one of the really great and truly prosperous parts of this nation. Already serving a half a million or more persons with its radio and television facilities, and around 300,000 persons reading its daily newspaper, the Tribune hopes to increase this service in keeping with the developments in newspaper publishing and radio and television advancement, and always to serve the public as satisfactorily and conscientiously as possible. Until tomorrow, thank you for listening.